the Rap Round Table. Yes, sir. It's been a hectic time in hip hop. And if you've been following this podcast, we've been covering all the news, especially the Nas corner of the news. Magic two week has been everything we thought it would be. Nice. And now we hear the dust is settling. And we owe it to you guys to remain the most dangerous, the most influential, the most inspirational, the most stream snipe podcast, number <laughs> one podcast <laughs> in New York for hip hop, the rap round table. Yes, sir. Oh, love wow. to hate us. The blueprint. You already know the blueprint. Ha, <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> yes. You already know it's your boy Jav here. Alongside to say the rap slime. What up, what up? Alongside Dini the chef. Oh, shit. Ah. Ah. I think it's the chef that yeah. took me, made a force me with you, nigga. Because we, we cooking tonight. <laughs> and of course, the homie Maze, the voice of the industry. Yes, yeah. sir. We got the chef in the industry in the building tonight. So you, so you already know what angle this whole podcast is going to be on tonight. Cook. You know what I'm saying? You can find the rap round table on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. All right. The beat you hear in the background is made by your boy, Sincere Rap Snob. He makes beats. I'll add him. Real quick to all the people who've been throwing the supers, all the new subscribers, everybody who's been hitting the like button. Salute to y'all. We appreciate y'all. Put one up for those people who've been supporting us, fellas. Let's, yes, let's, yes, let's yes, yes, yes. Salute, hey, y'all. man, that's for y'all. Salute, salute. Salute, salute to y'all. Yes, sir. And of course, as always, we are tonight's entertainment. So, fellas. Yes, sir. The Rap Round Table... As I said earlier, has been covering a lot of this Magic 2 release. I, I want to say it was a bit of a surprise album. Mm-hmm. We, we knew Nas was going to drop in 2023. I don't think we thought it would be a summer release. Mm, yeah. Then all of a sudden, all like we said on the reaction, the Book of Hove thing is moving how it's moving. It was a bit of a teaser before the unveiling of the Book of Hove. And then the official gauntlet was dropped the Monday after Book of Hove weekend. <laughs> and I said, pardon me, sir. Get the fuck out the way. I've been doing this shit. I've been controlling the space while you drop a couple of features that get a little bit overrated. You know what I mean? I've been dropping these albums, right? You said summer's mine. Summer's shit. Apparently. <laughs> Escobar season. Apparently. Wow. Summer on Smash. So indeed. that being said, album is out yeah. a few days have passed yeah. you look around on the internet and the reaction is a bit mixed mm. albeit polarized <laughs> you know what i'm saying i felt like when we did our reaction i don't think we all said the album was good yes. nobody jumped out of the window and was like yo this is the best thing since whatever 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 right okay. but i gotta be 100 mm. I'm not necessarily surprised at the polarizing response to the album. Some people are jumping all the way out the window. The the, the primo troopers are saying, see? See this? <laughs> you know what I mean? The large pro professors, the Salam Remy professor, uh, pro, whatever, whatever. Just, you know what I mean? They are all, they are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Leroy, whatever, wait. Um, LG. All the yeah. truthers are saying that this is the album that proves that Hit Boy has to go. <laughs> Some people are saying it's just not it. The beats are whack. The rapping ain't there. And now that we've had a little bit of time to digest this project, you know, how do we how do we feel in totality, fellas? Chat. How do you guys feel? Put it in there. Let's let's talk about this as a family. Yeah. So when we did the reactions to see it, we, we, we gave him the main event treatment. <laughs> I feel like it's only right that the rap snob goes first. Now that he's had some more time to digest this project. Yeah, I, I have. Um, and I, I've spun, naturally, I've spun it a few more times since then. 
Um, and I, I mean, I guess my consensus is, um, it, it, like we said, it's, it's good. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it just being good. I think, uh, we live in an age today where everything is so polarized. Everything is so, you know, this show, one ex- right. Yeah. One extreme or the other extreme where like, if you, if you say something is good, then, you know, the, 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 the super stands are going to be like, what do you mean? It's just good. It's, it's great. It's classic. It's one of the best albums of all time. And it's not that right. And then when you when you say something is good, the haters that hate, right? And they just got hate in their blood. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you just you being a stand like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's trash." And it's not that either. You no know nuance. I mean? There's no nuance, no gray area for a lot of y'all out there. Ding. This the album <laughs> is good. If I'm gonna be honest, right? It's it doesn't quite live up to the expectations that Hitboy and Nas have set for us. They've spoiled us. You know nice. what I mean? They have spoiled us with uh, near classic to classic material, right? And everything is at least great, great enough. Four mics enough. You know what I mean? Um, and to me, as I've said in the past already, um, it, it was a steady ascent for me, right? Four to four twenty-five to four point five to five mics with KD three. I thought KD three was damn near flawless, if not flawless. You know what I mean? So if if they put some material out that's not that you know what i mean there's nothing wrong with that every you know every, everything can't be classic everything can't be perfect you know what i mean um everybody reaches the, the point where like maybe they take a little dip you know what i mean it is what it is um but that's how i feel about the album i think it's good i think Nas is still rapping his ass off um if anything maybe hit boy's production may not have been as dynamic to me as exciting as some of the past projects maybe he's saving some of his you know a-list material for a benny the butcher project who knows right um but that's that's my take on it i think it's a good album like i said in our reaction everything from here on out is just cherry on the sunday it's just paintings on the wall you know what i mean the, the the house is built the foundation is there you know you got like like a like a, a five-story Mansion out this motherfucker. Walk-in closets. Walk-in closets. <laughs> swimming pools inside Acres and everything. in the backyard. Like, oh, like, already. It's all set. Everything is just window dressing. Shit looks point. like the you cover I mean? They ain't got album. nothing else to prove. <laughs> if, you, if you dig it, fuck with it. If you don't dig it, it's cool. You know what I mean? But, you know, that's where I'm at. Maycito, talk to me. Um, just like you say, nuance needs to be added to it, right? I think that... And, and Nas fans can attest to this. There's always kind of like a split decision on Nas albums. You know what I mean? Especially these 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 Hit Boy albums, right? Because there's still you know those uh, those Vietnam you know vets that still sitting out there. Like you know, what about Primo? What about first, Pete first, Rock? First, first, you know what I'm first, saying? Like there's still those guys out there. So you know, I feel like Nas is, is a very polarizing artist in general. You know what I mean? I feel like there's never other than like Illmatic. Has there ever been consensus on a Nas album? You know what I mean? Honestly, True. you know there's True. and it this was is written was polarized. There's a yeah. loud majority that say the album is really good, but there's always that segment that's like Nas, nah, not it. You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. And sometimes it seems like it may come from a place of hate. And sometimes it may seem like a place of like, we we want better for you, right? There's those people who are like, yo, this ain't, it was written verse five, you know what I mean? Song three, you know, but ain't no fifth verse, but y'all understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, I, I agree with Sin. It's, it's a good album, right? Like, when you coming off of 
I know people love KD3 more than Magic. I, I'm I'm the Magic guy, bro. Like, Magic is one of the best albums of all time to me. So when you coming off of that, especially naming it Magic 2, there's going to be certain expectations. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I want to applaud Nas because this is not really his comfort zone, right? From the beats, from the summer album, right? Is Nas like the summer album guy? You know, Mag- exactly. the, the great thing about Magic is it was like that winter mob deep NYC right. feel. You know what I mean? Well. Exactly, exactly. So it's like you have to. It, one thing about the album as well is that it's almost like, yo, like we them guys. You know what I mean? And I don't want to insult, but a lack of hunger in the in the sense like. These dudes, they know they done did it. You know what I'm saying? It's not, they not trying to prove to you like, yo, we them guys anymore. They'd already done proved it. It's like, we just having fun in this stoop. That's really the vibe that I'm getting from the album. You know what I mean? So, at the, listen, people, listen, to, in a lot of people's eyes, Nas is the greatest of all time. A, a, a growing amount of people actually think Nas is the greatest of all time. So Including it's like Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Interesting, by the way. <laughs> wow. Same word. You know what That's I mean? Crazy, like uh, they thought Invasion of Privacy was better than it was written. <laughs> Whatever. Like they're to be trusted. Why the fuck do we care what they think? Yeah. Why do we? Nasty word. <laughs> but I. But why do y'all care what they say? Hey man. <laughs> But at the end of the day, man, I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna be indeed. (laughs) Facts. Why did? (laughs) At the end of the day, bro, like I'm, I'm not gonna be here and say, hey, I don't like it because it's not this. It's an enjoyable listen. It's not, you know, the best in the catalog, but why does everything, you know, this might not be the best episode we've dropped in our catalog, nigga. Y'all can't nah, kill nah, us nah, for that. It's going to be the best. It might not. It <laughs> might not. You know what I mean? You know? Don't put that energy out. Listen, man. <laughs> we cook it, y'all. We I'm just saying. Mason, Mason showing I'm going to be as objective as I as need to be for y'all to understand because it, he, he, you got to do that. Especially on the internet, because if you say one wrong word, they'll build a whole narrative around one word. So I ain't mad at Mace right now. Okay, so I'm I'm a whole vengeance. I I feel like I I so hove every week. I'll get mad when y'all call me a whole vengeance, bro. I'll be on my big gip sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, y'all still be calling me that. This guy loves Tupac. Hennessy and enemies, you know? Like, come on. Only goes together right, man. But I just say that to say, just to wrap it up, like, listen. I'm I'm not one of those listeners that goes in and listens and say, hey, it's not that. So I appreciate the album. Listen, guys, I understand it might not be the best album in the catalog, but y'all got to chill. Shit like that is what makes your faves not even want to do this shit anymore. You know what I mean? Nas is good. You know what I'm saying? You you heard about the the 500,000 checks in the mail. You said it, bro. (laughs) Shouts to Motion, the, the track of the year, like I said. But yeah. At the end of the day, man, I'm just going to appreciate that one of our greatest living artists of all time, you know what I mean, dropped, dropped another dope album in his catalog. So I won't be mad about that. Dini. Polarizing indeed, man. Um, Hold on, Dini. They asked me to turn off the uh, alarm. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say something after <laughs> Dini talked. I was going to fold it into my take. <laughs> but you damn right I did. <laughs> Salute, nigga. Salute, man. Yeah, but maybe he's right. Maybe this won't be our best. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe it won't. Maybe, maybe, wow. this, maybe it's a shit show. Oh, crazy, bro. We gonna Fox. talk. 
Oh, <laughs> but we gonna make it work. We definitely gonna make it hey, work, man. It's, it's it's unprecedented, man. First of all, salute to Escobar, man. Salute to Hip Boy for just first of all just building this catalog. You know what I'm saying? It's been three years of exceptional music, and I gotta keep it a buck, man. Sometimes when you do something so amazing, the first few times, you know, like you watch the gymnast, they land there triple lux whatever you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. four times back Shout to back to simone biles and maybe 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 they take a little stumble on the fifth one you know are we mm. gonna say they're not an exceptional gymnast now we're gonna talk shit on their it. form talk about we're gonna it. shit on their technique uh, nas nas is still from your you, from your fucking basement you know what i'm saying <laughs> from your arm with, with your lugs boots fucking yeah, lazy boy and fuck the, academics and, huh? and the pants Damn. that don't fit right <laughs> if you don't live right, they won't fit right. Wow. But I, I think That's I think if crazy. I won't call this a failure at all, but if there's any MC who has the ability to, to take an L, it would be Nas. Wait, Tom, are you saying that, that, that no, magic no. an L? No, <laughs> for the no, sake of no, not, these people are watching right, right, with the words. What I'm saying is Careful, it's, it's it's I don't want to say weaker, but it's it's it'll be fifth if I placed it from one to right, five. Right, right. But people are torturing this shit online, yeah, bro. Like yeah. torturing. So I don't want to. I don't want to cook it. But I want to say, I'm not gonna take away from Nas because this is not as good as KD one through three or Magic. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's still a good body of work. It's just not as. That just goes to show you the quality of Nas that today. Ass. Right. That this shit has been so good yeah. that even though this is not a perfect ten, niggas still want to go ham. It kind of speaks to. Where Nas has been at level-wise since 2020 to where that loud majority on the internet can be so up in arms about what Magic 2 isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, first and foremost, like, I love rap. I love that shit. I love being a fan. I love being a Jay-Z fan that argues with Nas fans. and, and <laughs> Because it's like sport. Like, you, you choose your Wait, tribe. You, you like Jay-Z? Yeah. It's competition, you know? man. You, you choose your tribe. And, and you go to war. And and like as we've had this podcast experience, meeting a lot of these Nas fans are understanding that Esco, they're heavy in the Esco tribe. They will go to war. What I never knew all of these years was how divided the, es the Esco tribe is. Like I would say there's more division within the Esco tribe than the Hove tribe. You know what I'm saying? Because as we've seen with the Leroy Greens of the world who might be an agent because he's a Jay-Z fan. Man. But the people, you know, I'm going to start screenshotting shit I, sh I see on Twitter and then putting it on the screen when we talk about it so you don't think we're making this up. Because right. Twitter's really a wild, it's, it's a wild place. It Definitely. is, man. And Nas fans who really are working quadruple overtime to get hit out of here or just generally want Nas to be something that they grew up on. They want that Nas. They, 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 they fight hard for that particular artist. But they're still staunch in their fandom of Nas. That tribalism, that slight divide creates these conversations where a motherfucking fan of an actor celebrating that the album isn't as good as he hoped it wouldn't be so he can say that he was right. That shit is mind-boggling to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you cheer for like self-sabotage. Right, yeah. right. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like you know, you cheer for a, a football team. Like, I'm a Giants fan. I didn't want the Giants to win last year. I wanted them to get a good draft pick. Right. You know what I mean? That's how some of these Nas fans in that particular segment is saying, we don't like Hit Boy, so we need one of these albums to not be good so that we can say, see, that one right there. What about the other four? You know what yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, again, 
I love rap. I'm a fan of this shit. You know how hard it is to repeat greatness? Like, nigga, KD3 is a, like, it's a really great album. I don't think people understand how good. they. Some people still don't understand how good that album is. They're still talking about KD2 as the pinnacle of that series. It's KD3. And you're asking the person, because he's still human, to now come back seven months later, eight months later, and then do it again. Brandon Ham and Hitboy are in a good zone. Yeah. But when you hit that high, it's hard to repeat it. Yeah. It's like going to the park. You get hot. You can't miss. You go over to the park the next day. You're not going to shoot 100% or 90. You might you might still play well, shoot 60% from the field. That's still a good-ass performance. You know what oh. I'm saying? But on that particular moment between, especially Magic leading into KD3, that zone he hit, I don't think he was in that zone on Magic 2. Does that mean that the album isn't great or good? Well, it's not great. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't kill me. It's still a really good album, right? I do like the risk that Hitboy took and Nas took with the sounds and the aesthetics around it. Absolutely. I like pushing forward sonically. I like the flip in the middle going from having fun to a more serious vibe. But just generally speaking, on a comparative level, it's just not as good as the previous work. That does not mean right. that it's and bad. And that's perfectly fine. It's just not as good. Did Nas forget how to rap? No, but... Rapping is just one part of a rap song. There's the beat, there's the subject matter, there's the breathing, the beats, Cadence, the way, the pacing, really. everything about it comes into a, a body of work. There's a lot of people who feel like if the lyricism is A1, it's a it's a oh, flawless album. That matters, yeah. <laughs> if that's how you view rap, the rap round table is not here to tell you how to digest hip hop. Right. We're telling you as fans how we view the space. And Jarv in particular, not speaking for Sid, Dini or Mace is saying, it's not just, the rapping is not enough. If that's the case, then give me a bunch of raps on no beat. Once you're giving me the beats, you, you're talking about mixing, you're talking about pacing, subject matter. And chemistry. Chemistry. Yeah. All of these things were there, but it wasn't pitched to a high level. Now I throw a curveball at the rap round table and the chat. I'll say that Magic 2 wasn't to the level of the other four on purpose. Hmm. I don't think it was supposed to be that. This was this to me, this was a gift to the fans. You know what? Fuck it. I'm cooking right now. Mm. Hey, niggas, it's summertime. We outside. <laughs> Enjoy this shit. Because I know y'all gonna run it up anyway, because y'all fuck with me. It's Escobar season. Yeah, Why is nobody food. saying that? No one's looked at that angle on the internet anywhere. Hey, niggas, live. <laughs> Let me ask right. you to specify that a little more. Are you saying in the sense that they just were having fun in the studio, or do you think this is like a Nas hit boy lost tape type of situation? More, more fun than lost tape. So it was just like, yo, we in a good vibe right now. Mm -hmm. And he's seeing how the, that same tribe I talked about earlier, they on the net every day, nigga. Yes, sir, I see. And they, they defend this man every day. The same people have the same arguments every day. Why not feed them? There's a whole page on Twitter, the Nas Outlet page dedicated to this nigga. Yeah. You feel me? Right. And they wave that fucking flag. So here, live. Here's this bottle of Hennessy. Pour up. <laughs> it's a gallon of Henny. Pour up. To me, that's what Magic 2 is. That, that big gallon of Henny on the block for niggas to live and chill. It's not mm. supposed to be a, the greatest thing it's, ever. It's just supposed to be a good ass night with, the, with your I, niggas. I, 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 I like respect that. that, but for all that, I we like should that. just call this shit. What was the other one? Oh, see, uh, you one of them niggas on the internet. Nah, I'm not see? one of them. <laughs> you one of them. We should have called the Magic 2. No, nah, right. we should have just called it Big Bottle of Henny then. Because, <laughs> so you one of them niggas nah, on the internet. Because, because you're, you're following a regime, bro. Nah. Like, all right, all right, I'm going to give you an example. Let's say, for whatever reason, this got defunct today. The next rap round table niggas better be fire, nigga. Like, with no, with no 
No, unequivocally fire. You get what that's I'm saying? They got that's a, not reality, they bro. They got they're stepping in big shoes, dog. You know I, what I'm saying? You're 100 percent right. But in this space, I'm sorry, yo. Dini doesn't like feeling disappointed. Dini has abandonment <laughs> issues. Yo. And he has real issues. Lauren Hill still gets smoked to this day for abandoning me, man. Do not let Dini down, bro. Do not. Kendrick, too. Everyone who's <laughs> let me down, there's been free smoke, man. You know I really love this shit. Look. To me, the magic is in the growth. Like, y'all talked about it on the reaction. Magic is not just about the music. It's about where he is in that moment in time. This, right. this is a transitional period of magic. I'm, I'm, I'm old, but I feel young again. And I'm going to talk to these young niggas while giving them OG game. Y'all talked. Y'all said it. Yeah. We respect that. And we got to look at it like. We love that. You Here's see this the- bottle of Henny. Young niggas, pull up. Live, niggas. Right. <laughs> right. I, I always bring this example up. Um, I think it was Questlove that was uh, being interviewed. They were asking him, like, why after the success of Things Fall Apart that they not follow it up with like the exact same thing. And sometimes people just, artists just feel like zagging when everybody expects them to zig. Boom. You know what I mean? Boom. And that's all it is. And you know what? That's, that was a great point, Sam. We never, we, we always, not saying that the people who watch the show are doing that, but there's people who always take for granted the artistic element that goes into shit. Like any artist could drop a classic. Pac has his classic. Rest in peace. Big has his classics. Before they passed away, they didn't try to make the same album twice. Right. Why do we never look at it from the human perspective of it's a lot of pressure to try to replicate what I just did. Right. No one talks about that. Over and over and over. You don't think they went in there and was like, you know what, I'd like to do this again, but it's hard. Right. Do it's, I want to? Oh, like Sin said, I'll get bored doing the same shit again. I want to train. You know what I mean? still in all, they did it four times. Right, four different right. ways. Right. Four different ways. Right. right, and and the 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 Nas and Hit Boy brand at this point is that the next album won't sound like anything you've heard. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's like their move. You know, and and when we were predicting the album, you know, I I feel dumb now not realizing that, but I'm like, none of these shit sound the same, bro. Like, it's a completely different feel. I have I've never done the put the all albums in shuffle mode but I can, that's probably an experience right because none of the joints sound the same yes. and while we talking about brand we have to remember that Nas and I don't know if this is hit I don't know if this is mass appeal I don't know if this is just age he's better at branding than ever one mic and one gun is on there you know what I'm saying he's making sure just like I say all the sounds are different and he knows that the brand of magic will bring you to the project. You know what I mean? So we got it. I applaud him for playing the game correctly. You should buy it. It's good business. business. Now we got to ask the question. You brought up the 21 Savage joint. I did see people in the chat talk about it. People on Twitter, Facebook, all of our platforms saying that the magic too, by way of putting 21 on there, Getting that that terrible. I'm sorry because as time has passed, that 50 that, that 50 versus that eight bars of like, Jeez. But by getting these two guys and placing them on the album, Nas is officially playing the stream game. Yeah. Right. I'm not looking to cause any trouble. I just want to make it clear. Like y'all know what I be I be stirring the pot and I be a shit starter. On one of the latest episodes of According to Hip Hop, they talked about running the streams up for Nas and understanding that numbers do play a role. I feel like there's a certain segment of people in that Nas tribe, including Coop, at a certain point in time, who when the local celebrity rapper fans talked about numbers, they scoffed at it. Numbers didn't matter. It was about the quality. So just for the sake of clarity, Coop, 
Nas fan, sincere, because he was one of them. When I met Sin, he was I used to beat Sin about them stats, and he would be like, fuck that. Nas <laughs> is better. So now that we're here, the, the, do the stat we play in stream, is that, it, does that matter now? I'm not saying it um, does. I'm just asking a question. Uh, I think at this point, this is their fifth album together. At this point in, in their collective era, in this run, why not play the game? Okay. That's how Fair I play. see it. Fair play. You know I like I mean? that answer. Because, like, you know, not only, you know, the KD series aside, um, Magic, to me, even though I, I, I slightly, ever so slightly like KD to be better, but Magic was really that... The, that core, that pinnacle of Turner Point, you would say? No, I'm just saying like the, the that core of purity, just like doing it for the love, just doing it for the pure sake of making dope music and uh, giving you that feeling of you know back in the day when when it was all pure and everything, right? Um, and they they did that, and then they followed that up with KB3. It's a fucking monster of an album. Yeah. They've done like back to my point. They've done everything they need to do. For, for you, for the fans and the culture. At this point, just let them, you know, let them do what they do. And if they want to play the streaming game, let them play the streaming game. They don't, they, you know, they, they don't owe us anything. Shit. I'd argue that Nas has been playing the, the streaming game since he did that feature with Little Nas X. But I will say this. Um, Why are you at, bringing up that? that? I, I, bro. Nas did it. You mad at me for bringing it I up? I forgot You mad at him? I don't even want to think Nas, about the Nas. other Nas. You know what I mean? mad at me for talking about what the other guy did? That's um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like playing the game in 2023, like once upon a time, playing the game looked like Vanilla Ice, right. looked like MC Hammer. You know right. what I mean? At nowadays, it looked like Future. You know what I mean? It looked like Kendrick. It's th to play the game nowadays. You can do it in a much more uh, a cooler way, a way to act that actually doesn't. Uh, you know, compromise your artistry. And I feel like Nas is realizing that. So once upon a time, he might have been like, fuck the game. You know what I mean? But I think being around the younger acts, you know, is letting them know, like, nah, we could we could do it, we could do it the way they like it, but we can still look like fly niggas doing it. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's the angle that he's playing these days. What do you think, dude? I think it's always been about the cash, but it's always been about the hip hop with Nas. You know what I'm saying? I think if there's any person that has the right to let their hair down and step out of their comfort zone and get in their shit is Nas, bro. Like, Nas is, like I said, he's, I don't want to say the straight arrow, but if there was, like, a Boy Scout in hip-hop from the pers from the perspective of purity, mm -hmm. it's been Nas, my nigga. Let that nigga step out and get a little vibey, make a few dollars, and really get his shit. Nas always struck me as the type of nigga that just put the music out. He know the people gonna fuck with it, but I'ma really see what it's gonna do on the tour when I'm out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So let the nigga collect the residuals and let the nigga tour. Like, it's Nas, bro. Like we said, this ain't no nigga from just the corner of Queens smoking a Philly or some shit. You know what I'm saying? This is Nas Escobar, man. Let that nigga have his run. And also, to, Again. To, put, to put a cap on that, um, I think it also speaks to how comfortable he feels within himself. Uh, because I feel like sometimes when people don't feel 100% comfortable, um, it like in their um, you know in their industry or whatever it is that they do they create like these ideals for themselves that they have to stick to uh, in order to allow themselves to feel comfortable doing what they're doing I think at this point now Nas like feels more comfortable than ever and he's just like yeah you know what let me not take this shit so serious and if I've got to play the game I'll play the game fuck it and fuck those you know ideals that I created for myself and you know what I'll take it a step further 
think the reality is as he's gotten older, if you're going to make music and you're not selling it out your trunk, especially now that you have your own label, you're not signed to somebody right. where you can say, fuck them with the booze in the office. You know what I'm saying? If I'm doing mass appeal, it's my shit. I'm putting things out at a high clip. And the game is what it is. Because again, we talk about it here on the pod a lot. The music industry is, is designed in a way where you if, if you want any kind of success, you gotta play the game. Yeah. There's no way to say I'm I'm too real for whatever the fuck. Back in them days when you was moving hard units and, and, and niggas could not create an algorithm to fudge your numbers. Now I was just moving three four hundred K first week. Fuck the game, because my niggas is going to buy my shit. But then once that one unit, it only accounts for like a, a percentage of a unit. 1,500. You know what I'm saying? You, you have no choice but to do this, do the necessary, we'll call it, to make sure that your residuals, as you called it, hit the way they're supposed to hit. And in and, and, and the era, not to say Nas is a 360 deal, but I don't even know what tour money looks like anymore in 2023. Honestly. So maybe you need the streaming money to, 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 to combine with the tour money. And if that means playing the game, if we're fans, and one thing we talk about here at the Rap Round Table, if you're a fan of the person, take the journey with them. If Nas has decided, you know what, I need a couple of clicks. Why the fuck not? Here's, tw- here's 21. Shit. If Kendrick Lamar could put the heart part five on this album after it dropped the random streams up, sorry, Sin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then why can't Nas put one mic, one, one gun on there and Fence. run his numbers up? What, fuck it, 21, one of the most streamable, streamable niggas in the world. Fuck that. Drake, and if, if you got a problem with Nas playing the game in 2023, get out your fucking mother's basement <laughs> and realize that, that when we were kids and I could go buy one and it cost $20 and it hit the same, we not in that space no more. Nah. Move on. Support the lives. nigga supporting himself. The fuck we talking about? Trade yourself, Paul, for some Nike tattoos. Cop a polo hoodie, nigga. Shit. Let that nigga do what he do. Because it's like, it's so weird. Like, he's not supposed to play the game. Fuck that. Yeah, bench yourself so much into a pressure that stats matter now, right? Then let that nigga play the game. Go clock it. So that y'all can talk y'all shit as a trial when he do run the numbers up. Mm-hmm. Fuck. See, it's yeah, weird how people play that. You know what I'm saying? You don't sell nothing. You being real. You sell something. You got to sell. You got to go platinum. It's crazy, crazy. how the game It's crazy. I'm not trying to be a politician, right? <laughs> but there was a show on Netflix during the pandemic, um, black as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the title of each episode has something to do with slavery. <laughs> Everything, the common denominator goes back to that. And I feel like a lot of times with us, how we think, us as a people, when, when we get too much, it's because of the systemic programming that has that's way above us that makes us think that we're not supposed to have that shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to stop right there because I don't want to get demonetized. Scandal mm. success. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that might jo- be for the Patreon. That boy. might be for the Patreon. <laughs> Josh talks a lot of shit, but, I, but, but I'm pro-black as Beneath fuck. Beneath the surface. You know what I mean? Beneath the yeah. surface. But anyway. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lupe Fiasco on the date that Magic 2 dropped. Dropped the Lucy, a little single, titled Rockefeller, you so in the past, the talk has been that anytime Nas had a drop on them, here come the local celebrity rapper trying to get in his way. Sometimes he uses his wife as a shield to get in Nas's way. <laughs> but somehow or the other, the local celebrity rapper is in the way. Now Magic 2 drops. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco drops a song called Rockefeller, y'all. Yeah. 
Is Lupe Fiasco a gun for hire, Dini? That's your man's. We coming to you first. This is all weird to me, man, because he's a super Nas fan. The nigga say he started rapping because he heard it was written. Mm. So all this is kind of yeah. Just so this is this is and got his name from Perpetuous. Bro, this is all yeah. weird to me. I don't I don't see what's maybe maybe it's literally just so we can talk about it. And I love Lupe, but it just it just why where did this come from, bro? It, just, it don't line up for me. Not from not from Lupe. It don't make sense. I really I mean the song is cool. Don't get me wrong. The bars are tough. But it, it just, I'm, where is this coming from, bro? It's good, but not enough. From Rock Nation, apparently. It's not, nah, bro. <laughs> like, this is Lupe Fiasco. Like, if you tell him, it's, it's, it's almost like Memphis Bleak going against home. It, it, it don't make no sense to me, but I'm sure there's a story in it, bro. If you start your that's whole, insult, if that's you start insult, your man. whole wave according to what somebody else done, that's the person that's lead, that's giving you your, your energy. No, bro. That's, that's, okay, not yeah. right-hand man as far as, like, life, but I'm like, this is the person that gave you rap life. That's like me going against Ross. I don't know about Bleak. Oh, okay, Bleak okay, Bleak is, different. Bleak is different. It's, it's been like 30 years, you're right. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's weird. It don't make sense to me. I can't put two and two together where this would come from. Maybe y'all know more than I do on this. What do you think about the song, though? I think it's cool. I didn't... I'm going to keep it a buck, man. I feel like I was a little lyrical schmiracle to death. I don't know if, how y'all felt about From Loop? But you're a Loopy fan. I am, but like, bro, there's still a, there's still levels of lyrical schmiracle I'm willing to tolerate and not tolerate. This this was a little too lyrical schmiracle for me where more, where the bars meant more, the, the lyrics meant more than the actual song, if you get what I'm saying. Mm, it, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of word jogging. I, I respected it, but it did it make me say, oh, damn, those bars made this such a great song? It didn't make me feel like that. I actually thought he was a little more palatable mm. with his delivery. What? Than he usually what is. He's, he's usually a lot more dense and he esoteric. He that bounce in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I, I, th- I think he was a little a little more palatable with his delivery. What what I find, and, and y'all y'all let me know if I'm wild, right? Just stop me. Copy. Like, you, you bug. But, okay, so Nas dropped. Lupe decides to drop a Lucy. The production, to me at least, sounds hip boyish. Mm-hmm. Sounds the, the beat sounds like something that would have been maybe on KD2 or KD3, right? Somewhere along those lines. Then I'm listening to his flow, and this is where I'm saying, like, I his his flow sounded like he was kind of emulating Nas's delivery a little bit. It sounded a little Nas-ish to me. You know what I mean? And to drop it all on the same day and then call it Rockefeller? I think I think Lupe wants to put himself in the conversation of how people are talking about Nas, right? He, you know, within our, within our realm, within our ilk, you know what I mean? We talk about lyricists, top lyricists, you know what I mean? We put out a whole list and everything. Um, and, you know, we, we saw how Ransom has reacted to uh, his placement on the list. Ransom and now, is really salty. If you go on Twitter and you go to his timeline, he's very <laughs> salty about and <laughs> Again, stop me if I'm wildin', but I think that Lupe might feel a little slighted that he's not being held In to no the same esteem <laughs> as Nas is during this Hit Boy run. And I think this song, title and everything, is a statement. Put me in this conversation. I belong I'm, Mace, I was going to pass it to you, but Sin made such a good point that I feel like I got to double down on his point. <laughs> After what Sin said, Lupe was cloud chasing. Mm. Why not do that shit? Because not? You can't, one, you can't be in the conversation if you're not 
if, if you've got playing. drill music and Zion. Outside of drill music and Zion, throughout this window of Hitboy and Nas, has there been any other releases from Lupe? Just, just to, so I don't, I'm not talking about no, that. Nah, I'm pretty sure as far as album wise. So you put down the Samurai Sword. <laughs> you stop playing Street Fighter Six for a second. You drop this song on the same day. You looking for smoke. You cloud chasing. One minute you argue with niggas about the Quran on Twitter. The next minute you dropping a song called Rockefeller, y'all. And at first I could say like he was a gun for hire. But after thinking about what Sin said, Hove wouldn't tap Lupe for that. You know what I'm saying? No. Hov wouldn't tap. At this point, Hov is not tapping anybody because Hov and, Hov and Nas are having a completely different conversation. I believe that 110%. You got to catch the little bars when they rap, them specifically when they rap, because mm-hmm. I believe the Fredo bar was a Hov disc because he's not, he's saying Hov could never be Michael because I could have I could have took you out when I, I, I let you live, Fredo. Hov is Fredo to Nas. He, Hov always been Fredo to Nas. <laughs> if you go back to the God Did Versus, there's some little jabs in there too. These niggas are having a whole different conversation. So I take back what I said. Rock Nature has nothing to do with this. Lupe Fiasco is the cop chaser because he Ooh. knows that if motherfuckers see that song on this date, the same Nas tribe, the connected thread in this whole conversation, they're going to go chase this man down. What the fuck you talking about, Lupe? Why you sucking? J- you know how they get. They mad disrespectful. Yeah, but them Nas fans are very disrespectful. <laughs> I'm a fucking lie. When they think Jay-Z is involved, absolutely. Oh, my bro. God. <laughs> go ahead, Mace. Nah, um, listen, I'm not going to applaud Nas for a whole segment on playing the game and then denigrate Lupe for playing the game. Listen, if we going to play the game, let's play the game. You know what I mean? Clout chasing, though. You know, uh, well, clout chasing is a form of playing the game. You know what I mean? That's just, you know, so I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Listen, Deanie, I'm a little disappointed in you, man, because I feel like a kinship with you being a Lupe fan Yo. at the table. I feel about Lupe the way these niggas feel about Black Thought. That's the way I feel about <laughs> Lupe. You know what I'm extra, saying? Extra, extra lyric. He's the one, you know, when it comes to lyricism. You feel what mm. I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, excellent song, uh, fantastic lyricism like Lupe usually does. Um... As far as is he like a gun for hire? Um, I don't know because another thing is, and this is why I always thought that you were a Lupe fan. Lupe is like the original Dini. Like he can't decide whether he likes Jay Z or not better. <laughs> like he really can't, bro. He can't. Um, like he That's says, shit. <laughs> he says it was wow. written. Is his favorite album ever, but he calls himself That's like crazy. the hove that didn't sell drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like if Hove wasn't a drug dealer, he he thinks he would be. Mm. Lupe thinks he would be Jay if Jay didn't sell. Drugs. Hove was on the first album. You feel what I'm saying? And and let's let's delve even deeper, right? Like I'm I'm one of, I'm an internet nigga. You know I came up off them days. Like we all remember the 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 rumors of Lupe being in the black album sessions. We all remember those rumors that that Lupe might have assisted a pen. You know, these are old internet rumors. I know the chat is gonna go crazy because y'all be on y'all be on point with it. So we Lupe and Jay have always had a link. You could say Lupe had one of the greatest rollouts for a new nigga ever. All the st- all the lore that was attacked. Jay Z, executive produced Food and Liquor. Do, if y'all remember, Hovin uh, did that. He had the verse on on what's the what's the journal Food and Liquor? It's my life. Everything I do, I, do. I forgot the name of it, and Dini did it too. The, but y'all go pressure, check it out. With the pressure, pressure. pressure. with, the, with the eagle, with the ball eagle. Yeah. Joint. So, so Lupe and Hove have had connections since the beginning of Lupe's career. So, I'm. I, listen, 
it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility. Not that that Hove might have sent them out, but that we said. I think we spoke not too long ago that sometimes somebody out of allegiance to you will just do something just to show it. You know what I mean? In a public display. You so know he, what I mean? So he Jimmy? Hey, you know he's the Jimmy. You know, real right. shit. He's the he's, oh, I can't he's believe the Jimmy that, in this situation. What? You wow, know, so so right. Not for Luke. So bro. you saying on behalf of the Godfather? When Lupe tried to get elevated to Capo by taking taking a, a veiled shot at Nas on on Magic Two Day, is is that what we saying? And I think so, and I'm and I'll go as far as to this that if there's anyone <laughs> that is chatty patty, hey man, that's what we the do. The chatty boys in the you know building right now. <laughs> go ahead and clip that two tears. You, you know, um, <laughs> listen, man. At the end of the day, like if anybody is lyrically equipped to battle with the A tier, it's Lupe. So I, I appreciate this at the end of the day. Now I'm mad at Dini. Dini, we all here had this real. Firm takes, bro. And Dini, the politician, tap danced through this whole <laughs> segment. I wasn't digging really the record wouldn't like tell that. us if the song was good. I, Barely told us what his angle was. With wasn't this whole digging shit. it, man. I wasn't digging the record like that. It really, to me, it really like kind it. of felt like a jogging record. Uh, like Lupe is like the lyricist, lyricist, bro. There's bars you could walk home with. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get that from this record. This just felt like a clown chase. Just name the shit something against Nas, and I just put it out and make people speculate, but. I didn't walk away with the I bars mean, like I usually walk away with. It, it is genius marketing when you look at it from that perspective. I get it. And that's not Lupe. Lupe ain't not no genius marketer. Hey, man. That nigga's a rapper rapper. That's not what Royce the Five Nine thinks. <laughs> well, <laughs> he if he ain't want that smoke, he didn't want the Nas smoke. Well, um, real quick, before we move on, before we move on, we, let's take a quick intermission. Uh, everyone who's in the chat right now, hit the like button. Please. Please. After you do that, a lot I would say over 65% of the people who watch the rap round table are not subscribed. Y'all watch consistently, but you don't hit that subscribe button. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to 7K subs. We need that. We appreciate the support because again, you are tuning in. We're part of your algorithm. YouTube, make sure the place is on your timeline when we drop. But subscribe, it helps our business. So hit that subscribe button, hit the like button. Also, roundtablemerch.com. All these you see these hats are back. We re-upped on the hats. The website is live. Go to the website. Copy one of these. You got two flavors to choose from. In the future, maybe we'll add more flavors. But right now, these are the two flavors. Support the brand by copying these hats and, and, and helping us expand our reach. You know, you go somewhere and somebody see you rocking. What's the rap round table? Then you can tell them about the podcast that you listen to every couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Tap in with the rap round table. Like, subscribe, cop the merch. You know what I'm saying? And Nas, we need some magic merch. <laughs> yes. Where's the merch? Where's the merch, gang? We need a t-shirt or some shit. Marketing. You feel get it at the concerts. <laughs> now, uh, they want that wand. All right. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Niggas will cop it, though. <laughs> Niggas will cop it just to say they had it. Oh, do some flash. Like a wand stem play with a, a couple of joints oh, from yes. Magic 1 and 2. Yeah, that shit's sitting <laughs> in the fire. The I just gave y'all an idea. The Wem player. Come I'm on, dead, bro, man. <laughs> Well, but like we got we gotta kill the mood now, guys. Um let's do it. Dude. So the Gipper. <laughs> the big Gipper. Big Gip. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> big Gip is is back on the art of dialogue. Nah, let me put the drink down. And for that, man. The big one more for this one. And he he's talking about the notorious B.I.G. Yeah, leave us alone. Stemming from the oh, conversation no. about Ice Cube. And Biggie Smalls. <laughs> so before we get into Big Gip, you know, shout out to Walton the cut. Walton know what time it is. My God. 
big wall. I I noticed something with the Biggie and Q conversation that I want to bring to the table before we get into Gibbs' comments. Okay. I noticed that when it came down to discussing better with Big and Q, a lot of people were running to Q's resume, what he's done in rap, what he's done outside of rap. What does that have to do with bars? I mean, maybe maybe Cube is greater in hip. Let's, let's talk about it for a second. Maybe Cube is greater in hip hop. Maybe just based on his resume, he's alive to do it. Big got his, his life cut short. Rest in peace. So we don't know what Big would have done. But if we talking about rapping better, what does what does Ice Cube acting have to do with being better at writing bars than Biggie? Can someone answer that for me? Because I'm confused. I don't know. Uh, ask a certain segment of Jay Z fans. I don't know. I'm not saying you. Huh? Wait, I'm just wait. saying a certain <laughs> segment of Jay Z fans. <laughs> what? Who will have the same line of reasoning? They'll be like, "Yo, like you know, uh, you know, Jay Z is a businessman. Like he's worth billions. Like he married Beyonce. Like how many you know, arguments have we had? How many times did I bring that no, shit? No, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you. Not you. I don't, but I, there is a segment of Jay Z fans the bars, out there. You're right. And they're dumbasses. The Fuck them. I don't even talk to them. Niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The platinum Facts. argument, man. But um, not. Nah, but I mean, yeah. Like it, it, your point is stands. Like the, it doesn't have anything to do with you know the music, the bars, mm. the skill set. You know what I mean? The the delivery, the flow, the cadence, the, the, the jams that we jam out to. You know what I mean? Like it. All the all those movies. Like look, Friday is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. Classic. Friday is a perfect movie. I'm not gonna look at that and be like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna. That's a point for Cube right. on the Cube versus, you know, Biggie uh, debate. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. So, Big Gip, he says, Biggie wasn't bigger than DMX. Wow. He learned more from Tupac than Biggie. Eminem is the closest to Tupac. We're not really gonna get into the M conversation right now. That's not why the people are here. Thank you. <laughs> but Biggie wasn't bigger than DMX. He also was in the camp of being a Southerner. He was able to see both sides of the East and the West Coast. And he felt like Cube is better slash greater than Biggie. Since here the Rap Stop, you are the resident Biggie fan. Yes. What do you say to these 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 these, these gip takes? <laughs> the big gipper, man. You, 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 gipper. You, you gotta leave us alone, man. Like who and who and who keep, who keeps happening for these interviews? Like that's what I want to know. Art of dialogue. Um, was it them again? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, my man. boy Art. Um, <laughs> fresh off look, interviewing so, Tupac's dad. So, I, so I'm I'm, no, I'm noticing something. I'm noticing a trend, here, right? And I, I'm gonna go out and say, uh, Big Gip is giving me heavy South Pole, heavy in the basement. Oh no. Energy. Oh no. I think in that, the South they wore jerbos. Yes. Whatever, whatever the fuck. <laughs> <whatever. laughs> you know what's funny? Nah, don't put your butt. Cheap shot. No, no, no. I'm with Mace right now because I remember them jerbos pants with the straps had one season in New York. <laughs> one. They had a run. And when you go down South, <laughs> them niggas have flavors of them bitches over years. With the Tims. So, so yeah, nigga, it was jerbo. Nah. You know? But, but but you know the same the same South Pole energy that we get from a certain segment of people that you know we talk about, um, that that's the same energy I'm getting from Big Gip. 
And what I'm what I'm realizing is, is that, especially for a certain segment of um, people from his area, like, I don't want to you know cause any stirs or whatever. But they only look at New York for one aesthetic, right? It, it, I, like I almost feel like when they look at New York, if it's not that that cruddy, that grimy energy, then they don't fuck with it. Like New York, and, and Shasta, look, Shasta B dot, because he he did make this point a while ago. So I'm I'm gonna give credit where it goes. Oh, where, where it but whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Look, look, we're all we're whoa, all fair here. We're where, all fair. Where, where is my? Get rid of this guy. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Look, <laughs> New New York was home of the fun lifestyle shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, uh. And so like like I almost feel like certain. Certain people look at New York and they're like, if it's not hardcore, if it's not grimy, like like a DMX, Raw. they're not fucking with it. You know what I mean? So now Gip, here's Gip. First, it was Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z's overrated. Jay-Z is not as, as dope or as nice as people make him out to be. Now he's coming for big. Uh, DMX, and they always go to DMX. This is, this is a patented move from these guys. We see it all over the internet. It's always like, Jay-Z was not as big as DMX. Now, Biggie wasn't as big as DMX, right? It's always DMX because DMX embodied that more grimy sort of raw energy, right? And y'all just gotta accept that New York was also on some fly shit. You know what I mean? All the way back to Big Daddy Kane, all the way back to LL Cool J, all the way back to Curtis Blow. We always been on some fly shit. Like, why y'all always hating on the New York fly shit? Like, we taught y'all how to be fly, mm. to keep it a buck. Mm. So if y'all going to be mad, mm. y'all going to have to stay mad. Because we we some fly motherfuckers up here, and we taught y'all how to be fly. New York by history is on the way. <laughs> um, Dini, go ahead, bro. That was, yeah. that was the shit. Yeah, Send I ain't going to lie. Same kind of flame cannabis on. that joint. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think at some point in Gibbs' life, man, he came to the East Coast, joined the Dice Game, and they had that nigga butt necking like Ashy Larry or something, man. <laughs> there's, there's a real vendetta here against the East Coast, man. Like my brothers just talked about it when we said when we were talking about who was better. Granted, not to take nothing away from Ice Cube. Ice Cube is a whole legend, but the way he made it sound like. There's not enough body of work Nigga Biggie You got more music than Big Nobody's looking at you And I like You know what I'm saying So it can't just be a Who has more music Kind of thing It's The way Biggie just Biggie shit was pretty flawless bro When you add the voice The cadence The delivery The breath control For a nigga that was heavy like that Just It was flawless bro The way he was able to Like really just get Find them pockets We don't Like when we talk about Ice Cube We don't We don't really talk about him In no sense Nobody I don't I never had a conversation You heard the pockets Cube was hitting Like I never heard that I just I'm Niggas respected the bars Niggas respected the tone yeah, Street shit You know what I'm saying yeah. No Vaseline One of the greatest hip hop This is ever but yeah. I'm talking about as far as just just pure rapping, like two niggas just on the corner rap. I'm going with Biggie, dog. Like, and that's nothing against Cube. Like, like I said, I hate the situations where you have to kind of go against people you dig. Right. You know what I'm saying? In order to defend someone else you dig. But I'm sorry, man. As far as to me, as far as this this pure rapping, Biggie might be the best nigga to ever purely rap. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. To me. So this this whole debate is kind of crazy. Short list. 
It is, bro. Sure like, is. just the way he touched every pocket of of on a rap record, like man. Best pure rapper. Big is in that conversation. Yeah. Like, Five people. Kiss is in that conversation. Kiss is up there. And Nas. Nas. Nas definitely in that conversation. You know, like, just Nas. pure, like, pure shooters, pure rappers, bro. I'm trying to think. There's a West Coast actor for getting Scarface is in that conversation. Yeah. I know it's somebody from out West. With Kendrick. Sa- I'm sorry. Kenny. He's in the yeah, conversation. He's in the conversation. He's as in far as pure yeah. skill set, he's in the conversation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We, we, if there was ever a list, we fuck it. <laughs> if there was ever a list, <laughs> we might do. I didn't miss that one. It would be about pure rapping, not about albums and sales. It's about controversy who's and beef and all skill. that shit. Straight skill set. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, we we go to Big Gift for me as a content creator in space. I get very mad when I hear Gift talk, but I'm at a point now where I'm convinced. Beyond a shadow of a doubt that Gip has a person like Walt in the room and he's and I'll come out like yo Walt, you watch what I'm about to say right now. <laughs> you dig? Yeah. I don't think Gip believes about 45% of what he says. <laughs> but I think Gip understands that nobody wants to hear his music. Notice that he did all the Jay-Z slandering as part of a rollout for a mixtape nobody gave a fuck about. So then he so not the big not, game James. But, but in that moment, because Gip is a sentient being, he realized that niggas like when Gip talks. Right. So he came in that room, he looked at whoever the Walt was that was in that room, because it's not our Walt, Walt is part of the rap round table, or Arch, whoever the fuck, <laughs> and said, guess what, bro? I got some shit tonight. <laughs> and because yeah. it's a it's a symbiotic relationship of, I have a platform that needs clicks, and you like the clicks that your voice generates, let's work together. And I'm starting to believe that Gip is, is basically becoming Skip Bayless of the rap. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-New York guy. New York is his Get LeBron. Bayless, bro. Yeah, Get Bayless. <laughs> Get Bayless. He, he's, he, he. New York is New York LeBron. Is LeBron, yeah. right? <laughs> and then I had a reality check as well. That's tough. Because again, I always tell y'all, I, I, you know, on a rare occasion, I might lie to y'all for fun just to upset y'all, and then eventually, <laughs> I'll tell. I, I, oh, it, it, in the rare times that I do lie, I, I'll come back around and tell y'all I was lying. Like I can't say that I don't be telling you when I be, when I be lying. <laughs> He comes from you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So like fucking, I really go through these comments, bro. And I had a, a, a big moment. New York, we so self-absorbed, right? It's a very big city. What's it, 8 million people here? Something, like Something crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people here. And New York is so vast, the five boroughs, then you, then you add in fucking Long Island and shit, add in Yonkers type shit. It's a vast city. Yeah, it is. There's way more Southerners than there are New Yorkers. Oh, yeah. The oh, South yeah. is a massive region. It's not just Atlanta. There's some short side of New Yorkers that just think about the South and they think about like North Carolina, Atlanta. South Carolina. They don't even, a lot of niggas don't consider Miami the South because Miami is such a, a transplant city. That's the fucking South. Lord, South. You dig what I'm saying? South. The South outnumbers us New York niggas. By a lot. So when we get mad that niggas agree with Gip, it's not because they right. It's because there's more of them than there are of us. And they feel just as marginalized as Big Gip. So when <laughs> Gip starts to talk and there's the loud and brash New York niggas is sticking their chest out, Speaking they have language. a hero in Gip because there's what? more of them. That's why when you think about internet culture. If you go on the internet, black culture, back in our day, black culture was represented by New York culture. And if it wasn't New York, it was LA. 
But because of the internet, black culture is represented by the South. A lot of the black memes sound like some Southern shit. We don't really, and, and then when, when they do talk about New York, they're kind of mocking New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. New York don't really control black culture anymore. The South does. Thanks, gentrification. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when Big Gift has such a big audience because the South has a voice and a vehicle to get their point across that they didn't have 25 years ago. And there's not enough of us to push back against that. Although the reality is, Cube was not fucking with Big. When I was a kid, when I was 11 years old, when I went to barbershops and Grown Men was in there, there was no conversation about Cube Bruh. and Big. What are we talking about? There was no conversation about Cube and Big four weeks ago. What are we talking about? Right. But because there's more of them than there are of us, that conversation can be had. And where's the New York representatives? Outside of the rap round table who waved the New York flag proudly, there needs to be more niggas speaking the fuck up. Put that New York arrogance to the side and, and put on, show niggas. Niggas really got it in blood in New York City. Mm-hmm. The fuck you talking That's about? my boy, Yayo. You know what I mean? Shout out to Yayo. But nevertheless, we got to move on. Mason, I'm coming to you with this one specifically. Mm-hmm. News broke in the middle of the week last week that Keefe D's home was raided by Las Vegas PD in connection to the murder of Tupac. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. I, I, this information, y'all, I never threw it in the chat. I never spoke on it. I'm just watching from afar. <laughs> Because we about to roll the biggest pack in motherfucking 27 years, man. I ain't going to lie, man. Listen, Keefe D, and, and you know, he, Art of Dialogue has a lot of um shit from him. But it's really Vlad that gave him the, the, the original platform. So at the end of the day, Keefe D, if you don't know, was one of the people that was in the car when Pac got shot. You know, it, uh... Keefe D, Orlando, Big Dre, and I forgot the last one. But those are the three main characters. And, you know, Keefe D, for like the last three years, has been going on an I Kill Tupac interview tour. Let's be honest, y'all. Like, me and my niggas killed Tupac tour. You know, let's let's be honest. And, and we all were like, because there was, there were FBI documents. This, this shit get deep. Hit cook, y'all. Like, who is this guy? Where he come from? And why do we fucking keep acting like he's somebody that we need to fuck with? Get rid of this guy. He's on his OJ shit. Get rid of him, man. <laughs> Not saying that I did it, but if I did, but if I did this is how I would have did it. This is exactly how it would have happened. Come with me, Vlad. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> let me walk you through step by step. We were it, in the truck. Let me talk to you. And I it's been high key right? disrespectful because this is not a fake. You know what I mean? The FBI documents, y'all seen Greg Kading, y'all seen the LAPD. This is the dude. You know what I mean? So far, and honestly, people aren't 100% sure that he wasn't the one who pulled the trigger. Because Orlando, if, if you look at the FBI documents, Orlando wasn't on the side that Pop got shot. Orlando was like, if you was over here and I'm Keefe D, and, and, the, and the bag is Big Dre. So it's been speculation for years that Keefe D was actually the one that did kill Tupac. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's we can't be any happier, man. Just do. This is a murder that I don't think anybody ever thought would be solved okay. on so time record. Wait, wait, wait. Time okay, I'm sorry. Keefe D was in a truck with Pac, and they saying that it wasn't a drive-by. In fact, he popped him from inside the No, whip. no. Keefe was D was other car. with Orlando. Other, I, I just need to be clear. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Keefe D is Orlando Anderson's big cousin. Okay. The nigga that got yes. jumped by Pac. And- yes. Yeah. So, and, and, and 
He's kind of been Why does he have a platform? Bro, Art of Dialogue, DJ Vlad. Why are you giving the niggas who, like, why are you doing this, bro? You know what I'm saying? We supposed to hate these niggas. You know, shitty cuz. You know what I mean? Like, motherfucking uh, Lil Tim. We hate y'all niggas, bro. Like, (laughs) like, so it's like, at the end of the day, we gonna see how it plays out, but it's, it's... Poetic justice for you to be popping shit all these years and basically dancing on Pac's grave and for this shit to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? So shouts to Reggie Wright, because Reggie Wright said this like two weeks ago that he heard LAPD was about to do this. These dudes gossip heavy, man. These dudes gossip a lot, you know? But listen, Come on with your hands up, nigga. I'm no no officer, but... Wow, I'm going to get like Daniel bro. Hernandez That's and say, officer, he did it, man. <laughs> you need somebody on a jury duty? And then I'm he free. had the nerve to get mad at Art during an interview when he felt like Art oh, was asking too many questions. He didn't keep the beat. Nigga, your only purpose to be on this platform is to talk about whether you killed Pac or not. So, of course, right. you're going to ask the questions, nigga. Like, yo, this is what I hate about, again, like not being self-righteous, but we love rap. We love talking about rap. If you notice, if you really, the, the day one to watch the show, notice that we stay away from certain topics because it's a little too messy. Right. Every now and again, the chatty boys will pop out when it's a good enough topic for niggas to really delve into. But shit like this, I, I'm going on a platform. We'll never have something like, yeah, I, I, shot, I shot Pop Smoke. We're never going to have Pop Smoke shooter on the rap round table because who does that benefit? Sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, what, y'all niggas are support, especially some of y'all who watch this shit, y'all are supporting culture vulture. Even if art is black, that's he's a vulture to me. Cause what how is he uplifting anything? What the fuck is this for? Oh. Yes, how can you plan to be a pox stand and be laughing with the nigga that say he murdered Pac? Like it's weirdo that's, shit, that's, bro. That's a crazy position, man. You try to beat a man, claim the body, or claim the body, go get locked up. So it's man, a weird man. position to be is, in, bro. Is there that a dumber cloud nigga? Is, that cloud is a motherfucker, man. And then, like, I, I was watching a clip of one of the interviews. Like, QBD was really on some, like, you know, like, I, I accept my fate. Like, you know, if I if I get sent to jail for the rest of my life, then that's that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's that might be the case. You went on a podcast that basically said you did it. You should be in jail. Right. right. You be the same old niggas talking about young niggas snitching on themselves on the internet. Meanwhile, Facts. you on the internet snitching on yourself. Beyonce's yeah, internet. <laughs> y'all, niggas, y'all niggas go broke and start talking to Vlad, man. And that's the only bad thing about <laughs> Yo, this. That I, mean, I hate to admit, but that is that is a trend. No disrespect, Boozy. That's the oh, no yeah, disrespect. Yo. Shout to Boozy, oh, boo. yeah, yo. But oh, that's the niggas. only corny thing is that I Vlad is gonna say because Vlad has even said to his guests, like, because you know Vlad loves talking about his other interviews to his current guests, like who gives a goddamn? We ain't we ain't as Death Soldier about Ox Omni. Like, come on now, it's bad interviewing, bro. But like he like he he basically says to his guests like oh I solved the Tupac murder so if Keefe D gets locked up Yo. Vlad is gonna go on a war tour like I solved the Tupac murder and I might have to cancel all my internet bro yeah. Vlad like who is this guy where did he come from and why do we fucking keep acting like he's somebody that we need to fuck with get rid of this guy what does he add into the culture nothing Nathan. Man. Uh, Inmates. All right, Oof. let's move. On. <laughs> Real shit. Let's move. On. Uh, in the past week, we had Ja Rule on the Math Papa podcast. My expert opinion. A show that we love here at the Rap Roundtable because his show constantly provides content for our podcast. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Math. 
Math doing it the pure way. Math really don't delve too much into the, the street shit. Outside of whatever happened that time with China Mac and whoever you interviewed, he interviewed Troy Ave, shit got weird for a second. Yeah. But even within that, I, I understood Math's angle because his man's was part of that. You know what I mean? So he felt like he had something to say as far as that goes. But Ja Rule's on there talking about 50 Cent, answering the questions about the beef. Then Dame Dash coming out, coming off the heels of the, the, the Book of Hoes. Or some rando podcast with not many subscribers. They probably got some subs now based on the view count. Yeah, of course. That was weird. He goes in this podcast and and he's talking about Jay was mad about Aaliyah and Ethan wasn't this and that. Then I saw a tweet. I forgot the person who tweeted it, but I want to well, find that tweet so I can give them the credit. But they were saying that Ja and Dame Dash, if they're going to continue to do interviews, need to stop talking about 50 and Hov, respectively. <laughs> So I felt like the rap round table is kind of obligated to, to give their perspectives on if we need to or want to hear from Ja and Dame if it's about 50 and Hove. Sin, what do you think? No. Okay. No, it's, it's, you've been there and done that hundreds of times over. I can't even count the, the, the number of times that like a clip has showed up on my Twitter feed, on my Instagram feed, or I go on YouTube and now these motherfuckers is on another podcast and another interview talking about the same shit all the time. And the platforms keep asking them about the same shit like there's nothing else to talk about. Like, I, like look, I, I understand the game. Again, play the game, sure. But at a certain point, it's like how much more information is there to give about either of these circumstances? Like... Dame has already, you know, time and time again, given off this, you know, apologies, not to be, you know, uh, disrespectful. Cook but his like, ass, man. He, he comes off as a jilted lover, bro. Like, shouts to Dini. You know, I'm taking a bar <laughs> off for, 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 for my brother here. Uh, but he, he get, he's giving off scorned lover energy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, like it was a bad breakup way back in the day that, that like, he just couldn't never get over um, the the job rule thing. I, I watched the clip. I mean, it, it it didn't come off as awkward or cringy as the Dame thing. Uh, but still, in all, it's just like in, enough. Enough is enough. Like it, it, enough with these topics. Like there, there's got to be something else for these guys to talk about. Or maybe there's not. And if there's not, then just let them live and stop bringing them on for interviews. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Danny, talk to me, bro. Um, I low key feel bad for them dudes, um, and not not through the sake of finances because they're both like really well off. So that's not what I'm. I'm, I'm talking about in the Are sense they? of uh, I don't know about Dane. I'm they made I think you're doing better than me. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about more in the sense Shout of out. like. Them niggas are kind of like relegated to talk about them niggas, bro. Like if the interview is not gonna have any J questions, niggas either most likely won't want to watch it or most likely even talk to the man. Like almost every, aside from Ja Rule getting hurt, every time his name has been brought up, it's been for some concert flop, an injury, or 50 Cent, bro. There's, <laughs> there's, not, there's literally there's literally nothing positive, bro. So it's almost like. It's not even just that they can't stop talking about these guys. I think almost without talking about these guys, there pretty much are no interviews. So that, I kind of feel bad for them in that sense. That sucks, that, bro. That's on them, man. They got they to... Gotta, you know, sucks, bro. Like, that's just a hard life to live. Fucking discover some new endeavors, man. Like, ima imagine imagine today still interviewing Nas or Jay-Z about each other. 
I mean, what, what year are we? You I mean, twenty twenty three. This fifty shipping going on since what? Two thousand fucking. The same time. That's what I'm saying. So it's. If you don't think Jaru has found some new ventures since then, bro, you know what I'm saying? The last 20 years, nigga just don't care. If you ain't talking about 50, we don't care. It might be like that. It might be just dry for niggas, bro. And that's the sad thing, right? Because Jaru and Dame Dash, I, I got into rap. I'll say I became, I was a rap fan by 2001, right? And if there were 10 names in hip hop, they were biggest. Both Jai and Dame was in there. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of it's kind of sad to see him relegated to Keefe D status. You bro. know what I'm saying? Like we only interviewing you about sad, this shit. Bro. If not, get the fuck on. You know, Ja, you're not gonna convince us that you actually didn't lose to Fifty. That's never gonna happen, bro. <laughs> like you know, I, we don't give a fuck about the feds, my nigga. We don't give a fuck that Buster Rhymes diss you that one time. We was there in real time. I remember you on 106 in Park and niggas was chanting G-Unit when your song used to play, bro. Like, the shit was ugly and dirty, Ja. Like, I'm sorry, man. And that fire fest didn't help, my nigga. But in Dame, my nigga, um, like, you you sound crazy. Like, like, at the end of the day, you speaking about your team. You know what I mean? So take out of the fact whether you believe, like, he was right or not. Do you think Jungle would say TakeOver was hot? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you was on this side when it happened, bro. So if the bullets was flying, they was hitting you too. I'm happy he mentioned me. Dame daddy or Dame dummy. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Dame? And and honestly, if I even want to explore... What the fuck are you talking about? Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? It's deep the turmoil Hold goes, on, wait a second. Man. Oh, God. That's a goddamn soapbox I'm standing on. You talking about a 20-year-old woman and how you and your man was fighting over a 20... She died when she was 22, bro. Me and my mans, he wanted her, but I had her. She was underage. She couldn't drink. She just wanted a nigga to buy her drink legally, bro. Like, damn, you about to go out just like Irv Gotti with this fucking Ashanti shit, and niggas ain't never going to want to hear from you again. And by the people who you doing interviews with, it seems like niggas already don't want to ever hear from you again, bro. So... I'm tired of both these niggas, bro. I'm going to be honest, man. Yo, we got to get the Swiss beats. God damn it. Drop. You know what I'm saying? We got to get that, bro. We need that. I need that, Rome Street. These niggas is washed. (laughs) I need that one. But um, it's tough. It's tough. I'm going to go to Dame Dash first. Because I've seen plenty of interviews with Dame, arrogance and all, would say, I'm not here to talk about other men. He loves that line. I'm not talking about other men. I'm not talking about this other man over here. That's Chatty Patty shit. But when Sean (laughs) Carter comes up, he is ready to talk about that other man 10 times out of 10. Unless he doesn't respect you. Now, I do know, I've noticed on Instagram, again, draw perusers the internet. So let me take you on the trip real quick. If you go on your Instagram and your algorithm is hip hop heavy, you might have already noticed that this sponsored post on Instagram with Dame Dash selling products. Oh shit. So Dame, sell, I don't know. The, I fi- what? Oh, you didn't see that? Dame is always in hustle. Dame's always selling something. He's always in hustle. Mode, I'm going to come clean. I saw Thank it. Thank you to the algorithms for keeping that away from I saw it and I scrolled past because I didn't care. <laughs> but, but what is he selling? I scrolled past. I didn't oh, care. Yeah, yeah, Josh okay. said, I don't need don't any motor care. oil. Word. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was something involved, I think, because he has another. One, he has Air a Force mo- One Cleaners. He has a movie coming out. <laughs> Let's go. I know he, he has some ra- some random product. That I forgot what it was, but I, it, might, it might be athletic based or something for another one of his 
businesses. Long story, less long. So now you got these sponsored posters, multiple of them, mind you. It's not just one. He has a new CEO kicks that's coming out. A few weeks ago, he was on MASH Podcast, My Expert Opinion. Now you're on this rando podcast talking about Jay-Z. You're the first thing to always say, I'm not talking about another man. But when it benefits you, to Sin's point, you play the game. You know what I mean? You, 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 you hear talking about Jay. And the more I learn about Jay-Z, because again, when I was younger, I just listened to the music. I don't, even still, like, Sean Carter's not my man's. I'm not going to be sitting with him and Tata and Emery somewhere. I don't know this. I don't know this. Right. I don't know this nigga. Maybe one day. Right? Maybe. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Brunch. But the stories come out and there's been talk and, and facts supported that he's a shysty nigga. There's certain things Jay has done that I know I can't condone. Even how Rockefeller's broken up, I might not be able to condone that. Right? He played a role in that. But to me, when it comes to Dame Dash, Dame Dash is a person that once you get to a certain point in business, you can't, everybody can't go word to Benny. Dame is hard to bring in certain rooms because there's certain rooms that you got to go into where I might not agree with what Sin has to say, but Deanie's making a good point, but Sin is Deanie's man's. So I can't argue with Sin because then the whole deal goes to shit. Dame is gonna argue with Sin. Right. Call him a what? fucking cornball. Yeah. Tell him we don't need this fucking clown. You're gonna get turned off and money's gonna be lost. And your outfit is trash. And your outfit, yes. <laughs> you a poop putt. <laughs> the reason why Dame is not part of the rock business has nothing to do with Jay Z being shysty. At a certain point, since Jay loves the mafia so much and Godfather, whatever, whatever. Sometimes guys get whacked because they get in the way of money. Not because they're bad guys, but because their temperament gets in the way of them making more bread. Dame's temperament got in the way of them making more money. So when the Leors and the, and the Kevin Lousen world said, you know, we'd rather talk to you, maybe Jay did get used. Maybe Jay was a puppet because they realized that we can't talk to Dame, but we can talk to Hove. And Hove is very eager to become more than just a rapper. So let's cut Dame out the way. And Jay was complicit in cutting Dame out the way because Dame was bad money. If Dame was good money, there's there's no me without Dame. That would have been the conversation. Right. But Dame, we saw, we see the footage. He became bad money. My artist. And he, at the, his ego to this day, 20 plus years later, can't handle the fact that Jay-Z decided, the person that in Dame's mind he made, decided that he was no longer good money. For all the fans of hip hop, if Biggs is still repping rock, he's at these events. I don't know if he's Rock Nation affiliated, but, he, but if there's a big event around involves Jay-Z, Biggs is right there. Yeah, he's man. around. If you go on all these Philly niggas posts, when there's a big rap event, you know what chain come out? That Rock chain. The only nigga who don't wear that Rock chain is Beans because it's real personal with him and Hope. Right. And I hope that one day they can make amends. But all the other Philly niggas who are still active pull out their Rockefeller chain, right? Yeah. So obviously, Dame was no longer good money. Kanye chose Hove when yeah. Dame signed him. What does that tell? Niggas love to say they love that argument. Fuck Mike D. When we had the debate, said, "Well, Dame signed Kanye, but Kanye chose Hove." Yeah, to Jay, yeah. What does that tell you, bro? Even Cam and Jim are chilling or are, are talking finally. Jim at Jones is Rock Nation, nigga. Yeah, man. Yeah. Joel Santana didn't go to Dame Dash Music Group. He stayed at Def Jam. Yeah, well, Hove. Hey and Dame are like two pieces of the same pie. Imagine them together. 
it, that it, wouldn't have worked. That shit right. is sad to see because there there was a certain hip hop elegance that was around Bro, when them two were like together. Be, and that's the home. thing. Beautiful man. Dame when he wasn't being himself at the highest levels was Jay Z's quality control guy. Because I I've said it on this pod, Jay Z's music suffers for not having Dame around. Because Dame's ear and the element and the energy, the swag, the bravado, yeah. that is Jay-Z, I believe, comes from Dame. I believe that 110%. Big Harlem. <laughs> Think about how the music sonics of everything about Jay-Z changed right after Black Album. That's not a mistake. Dame's not in the room. But Dame does talk about, oh, he wasn't there for Super Ugly. I believe him. Yeah. Because yeah. Super Ugly, don't because Dame is so arrogant that he would never let another man talk about another man fucking his bitch on wax. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. Dame was in the room for Blueprint 2. If you put Blueprint 2 out before Super Ugly, the conversation, the lexicon of this whole battle is changes. Jay probably still loses, but he don't come off as a sucker talking about the nigga baby moms baby and apologizing. Yeah, right. You can't say you skeeted in the Jeep, love condoms as a baby seat, and then say, sorry, nigga, you got to stand on that, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. I ain't going to lie, gang. So can't. I can understand Dame's perspective, but once you become bad money, you gotta go. It is what it is. Stop talking about this nigga because you are a jilted lover. Do you hear Hove talking about Damon? Never, never, never. Might bro. be a, a loose bar here or there. When he got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he thanked him, did he not? He did. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotta give respect where it's due. Yeah. He didn't say Dame was all in his feelings how he talked about beans. He saluted Dame. True. Dame, take a page out of Jay Z's book. Stop using Hove to sell shit. Stop talking. Oh, we, we, we both wanted Aaliyah and I got him. Really, bro? Like, Let Aaliyah rest in peace. 20 boy. years ago, my nigga. Maybe one day, hopefully, they can resolve you this You and shit. Jay with 30 and she was 20, Aaliyah did wear Jay-Z's rock chain first. She that happened. Mom. I mean, when I met Aaliyah, she was with Dame. We all did. Yeah. You dig? But, Beautiful not, well, you literally met her because you literally was, you was on the yeah. street team. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's nasty work, old man. You got grays in your bed. Yo, like, married, bro. It's that it's that contention of hip hop, man. Where it's like he's the rapper, now he's the financial nigga. I gotta have something over this nigga, man. I gotta have yeah. something to brag and boast that about. Is, it's almost giving Irv Gotti energy, bro. That's what I'm own. saying, <laughs> man. Like I'm the one who you got won't get Irv, bro. Like but Irv, Irv, notice the position that Irv and Dame are in, because when they got to that certain position in hip hop, they got too fucking loud, too cocky, man. Yeah. Too loud. Yeah. And sorry, Walt, the white people, when you get too loud. In that, in, in rich rooms, yeah. they get you out of there. Yeah. Slow down, buddy. See, y'all yeah, be doing, I'm you the NBA low coach. Key. Low key, <laughs> y'all be doing. Y'all been in them rooms, man. Facts. He when knows. You, when you get too loud, they move you out the way, bro. That's the reality. When it comes to Ja Rule, I almost feel bad for the nigga. You know what I mean? My heart really goes out to the nigga, bro. It's because sad. 50 got him out the way, and 50 took his whole shit. <laughs> Oh, that's not nah, different. He, really, he like, got you out the way and took your whole stick. Make a wish, job. Bro, he he really just took took the ball and ran and with it, dog. Went home. And it's like, I'm gonna ask him this question because I feel like he's the best person to answer. Ja, when he talks his interviews and with Herb, when he talks his interviews, they always lump him in with X and Hove. To me, Ja's chipping his shoulders because he knows. That even though 50 got him out the way and he was moving big units and more units than X and Hove at certain points, nobody in hip hop ever took him seriously. So, do you cringe when he puts himself in them conversations the way I cringe? Because, like, you were never there. You sold units, but we know why you think, sold them. Right. It's it's, it's weird because, um, I mean, we, we all know 
of the plans for the original Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With JX and John. And they made a good Facts. team. You know what I mean? When they when they were, you know, spinning that gutter shit. But, like, at a certain point, Ja just said, I mean, look, may, maybe Ja was too ahead of his time. Like, you know, because Drake is basically the, the new age Ja. A lot of people will say Drake is the new age Jay-Z. Nah, he's the new age Ja. Like, yeah. he, you know, singing and crooning and shit like that. Um, but like the the you know the audience just wasn't ready take for one it. Of your OVO stripes for that one. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> that's that's fine. We'll take all of them. Um, I mean, you could say Giles is kind of responsible for Max B. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. But um, but at, yeah, no. At a certain point, he just he said, "Nah, this is this is my lane. This is all I'm gonna do." I mean, he as a as a spitter, he was okay. Like his delivery was good, but we never looked for him. Uh, as somebody that spits dope metaphors or drops jewels or give us like you know the crazy visuals or give us that like crazy raw energy that X would give us or that J would give us, you know what I mean? He never or lyrically anything. he never ascended to that level. He so that was, was tough. So that was his mm-hmm. only viable lane is to mm-hmm. go the lane that he went. You know what I mean? And maybe the original flow rider. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on him. But yeah, just, I'm real. Uh, yeah, the way you some, are the way you there's some talk. parallels there. There's some parallels there. Um, but I, you know, I think maybe he's coming to the realization that like that was his only viable lane, and he was he was never gonna be seen in the same vein as a hope or X. You know what I mean? It does something to a man's ego. You know what I mean? I feel like he he took he won but took mad L's. The culture didn't take him seriously as a rapidly rap nigga. Then we got tired of him as a singing ass nigga. And then we championed 50, who's also a singing ass right. nigga. That right. got him out the way. The singing thug. But I'll say this. I don't think he needs to answer these questions. If I'm Ja Rule at this point, like, why are you even on the pod? It's Ja Rule. To me, when certain rappers go on podcasts, what are you selling? Do you shows. have a tour? Do you have shows. Then don't answer any 50 cent questions. I'm going to be honest. At the end, at the, at this point, the beef in this spectacular loss to Fifty is keeping him alive as much as anything. To be honest, because Fifty is still relevant. If Fifty was irrelevant, then maybe it would be like you know whatever. But I'll be honest, like Fifty being the artist that he became makes it be like okay, we'll ask his biggest op about him. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be honest. If Jaru just fell off like a Nelly, we're not interviewing Nelly, are we? We're not interviewing Ludacris, are we? Oh, like, his beef with 50 Cent 50, 50 is still his claim to ja fame as much as anything turn. at this it's point. Not like, it's not like 50's like he's off the radar and 50 just let him rock. Every chance 50 get. If you cook the nigga like that, wouldn't you cook him, bro? Fuck 50. Instead of saying, I'm still here. Ten toes. He took my Adversity. Shit. I survived it. Fuck nah, that. that. Just say I mean, fuck this. Fuck Curtis. We didn't think just he was going to kill you, but my that, nigga. I mean, but that, there's something to, to that. You know what I mean? Like, the common theme is, you know, every, they, they, all these uh, figures that are being interviewed, they need an op right. to talk about. Dame has Jay as his op. Ja Rule has 50 as his op. Gip apparently has the New whole York. New York as his op. East Coast. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people that just need an op or else they have nothing to talk about. Oh, so they're playing the game. Play the game. Heard it. Getting oppy outside. Now, we've got to our point because Wall has to go home. Yes, sir. Where, you know, people have things to say to us 
Oh man, we we have been outside a lot more frequently with the new content. Again, it was Magic Two Week, so the Rap Roundtable came outside, stream sniping it all. We were outside. Let me see you guys. So this so this is oh we in the paint. You can't get us out there. Can't boy. move us. We eight feet tall. You hear that, Chris <laughs> Dudley? We hugged the block like we eight feet tall. Let's ride the streets and brace me, dog. I'm so cool. Size 15 is enough. Paint. You dig? I knew they were Avengers. <laughs> damn it! I knew it. God damn it! So in Magic Two Week, we had a lot of super chats. So this mailbag, my favorite segment, is a super chat edition of the mailbag. Starting off with Mel, $20 Super Chat. He says, sorry for the early Super Chat, but damn it, Nas is wilding out here. Don't ever apologize for any Super Chat. Early, no. late, in the middle. Thank you, in fact. All the time. Everyone else should apologize for no Super Chat. <laughs> How about that? How about that? So he says, at this point, his at this point, his catalog is unmatched. And this is a classic album. He's talking about Magic 2. KD1 was cool than every album and then cool than every woo, wow 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 KD1 was cool comma then every album got better after that he's like Popeye on spinach so say this is yours um I agree with you up until KD3 um mm. like I said earlier in the show and again this is no knock it's just how I see it based on how I heard it and how I received it was it applicable um <laughs> Yeah, no, Mag Magic Two is is not a classic. Mm. I'm not I'm not gonna call it a classic. Um, it's a good album. Uh, maybe after a few more spins, the more I sit with it, maybe it might grow to be a great album. But it, I don't see it growing into a classic for me. Right? Okay. KD Three, the pinnacle. Creme de la creme, Magic bro. Two, right? KD Three, Magic Two. It's okay. <laughs> and, 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 that, and that's perfectly fine. Dame252 says, all good things eventually come to an end. Dot, dot, dot. Mid. Full stop. Yeah. Mace. Nah, he's taking it too far, Dame. Like, you got <laughs> mid. You got too far. And that's what we went over. Like, it seemed like y'all are all rushing to come to an end. Like, goddamn. Like, we throwing the funerals for, the, for this shit. Nah, Dame. Like, it's not mid. Good is not mid. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, good is is not mid. It, everything don't have to be a classic or trash, my nigga. Like, I think, you know, our homie Joe Budden said this, right? Everything don't have to be. It's, think about the gray area. You know, guys? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me get that thing in there. Where's my thing? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Charles Banning, $10 Super Chat says... When you put this album on shuffle with the rest of the albums, will sound even more amazing. Dini, your thoughts? No, appreciate that $10 though. <laughs> no, no. And the scope with the rest of the joints? No. Like some of those albums are almost flawless, bro. Wow, wow, bro. KD one through three. Crazy. I mean, you're, you're talking to the man wow. that, that said all of them were classic. All four. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. One guaranteed classic. One heading towards classic what and two exceptional fuck? albums, bro. <laughs> Holy now, shit. In, all, in all seriousness, we can't make this shit up. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you think of songs like "Thun," Quincy. think of songs like Michael and Quincy, "Reminisce," "Reminisce," right. um, "Spicy." Right. 
The Cure. Uh, I love Nobody with Lauren Hill. 40 Building. Um, again, there's a really good song. My favorite song is probably shit. What, what's, uh, what's the name of this shit again? Motion. Um, slow It Down. Oh, he don't great. like motion like that. We I don't like, like motion. Motion, great motion is that no. shit. Great record, boy. motion. Yeah, motion, motion's cool. Uh, slow it down is probably my favorite record. But even even at that, uh, it's not it, it's not at the of the at the level of done or speechless or something like that. Mm. I mean, there's no moment like that. The highs are higher on the other album. Yes. Basically. All right. So so Dini, you tripping because when we did the King's Disease fantasy draft, you went out there and you picked all the vibey joints. Then you said this album is a vibey album. Now you're saying that it's <laughs> no, not gonna fit. Don't look at me like shuffle. So now, wait, no, no, okay. don't say nothing. Now, Dini, talk to me. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. The fuck are you talking about? Because you said it was a vibey album. You had the vibey playlist. You said you want KD4 to be a vibey album. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, God damn it, John, this levels of vibiness we're willing to we're willing to walk into. You know All what right. I'm saying? All right. It's Ms. a different L- level of vibe. Mizell B and Adriel was calling you out. You know, those Yo, is, shout is out part to y'all. of the I'm team. Like, a long way. But I'm telling you, it's, it's, there's different levels, bro. There's they, like, like, all right. They said, there, how much there's, vibes there's do you want? Nice look, there's a there's a nice looking junk. There's the super bad joint. They both nice, right? But one is super bad. It's the same thing. It's not cancellation. It's not cancellation, bro. It just they're, they're good records, bro. But they're, they're great records on the other albums. I don't bro. want good to great, my nigga. I want problems always. They're good. Give you all over. <laughs> they're good. They're not great. They're Mike good. H with a five dollar super chat says, first listen, good, not great. Shout out to you for using our criteria from previous. Mike H is a day one as well. Abracadabra and Office Hours are two of the best in the series. Gotta spin it a few more times. Okay, Mike H. I don't know if Abracadabra and Office Hours are two of the best in the series because Abracadabra is really good. But if you say two of the best, that's, that's speechless. Come on. Building 4016. One, one of the best would have to be this. 4016. They've released about 30, Come 60 on. tracks, right? Bro, don't get me wrong. I love the record too, but the 50 verse is mid. That's got to go. count for something. It can be one of the best if we got eight bars of mid and then talking and confused talking. <laughs> like, what did you think you were doing there, Curtis? I'm confused. <laughs> we rich. We going out to Are the club. Are we outside? Jungle. We, we jungle lot. You know what I mean? 50 like, is Kanan until further notice. Yeah, you know I mean, it must have been off that brand. Nah, I, 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 that. I really feel like a lot of people are suffering from recency bias in the moment. Like, let it sit for a But he, but he let off good, good, but not great. Because again, it was good, great, classic. Right. The first four were either great or classic. I'd say this is the first one that's good. 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 Now, six months from now, we listen to it a few times. It could, it could ascend. ascend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we'll revisit it. But right now, it's good. Last but not least, Jermaine L. Johnson, Super Chat, the current Super Chat MVP. Adriel, he taking your spot? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he says, and this is the guy who said the Nas is on his third prime, mind you. Mm-hmm. He says, I wasn't blown away on the first listen, but I started loving it by my third spin. I'm on my fifth spin now, and for some reason, I can't stop going to slow it down. Sim will close it out with you. Slow it down. This is my favorite joint on on the album. Um, yeah, salute to you. You see it. 
this guy. You see it. <laughs> you see it. Yo, you see it. it. <laughs> Who's this guy? You know what I mean? Where's, where's Jamar at, bro? Fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Get rid you of this guy. You see it. Motion, nigga. Motion. Nah, and, and also, that's that's that video. That's the Hold joint. on. Let me. Um, I can't remember. I think, I think this the is the one, one where he, he gave a shout out to Heavy D and J Dillo on the joint. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. I love when Nas gets heavy in that. That's one thing. I say Nas does reminiscent better than most rappers. When he starts talking Absolutely. about the niggas that he Thanks. met, even the Nipsey shit, how he broke that down, and the connection yeah. to Steve Stout. I'm oh, like, this man. guy, like, I love I Because I'm a nostalgia junkie. So Nas getting that shit is real ill to me. But anyway, we are now uptown. Yeah. We snatched Walt's phone and told his girlfriend he's not coming home tonight. Give you know him time. Saying? He's outside. He's going to be bar. with a couple of fly Latinas. They think, they think <laughs> he's cool. He's, he's with us tonight, Mrs. Walt. Smoking SK. hookah. Got the hookah. Dini got the spliff. Sipping some Heinekens. Sipping some Heinekens. Judas shows up and he's drunk. He bumps into Dini, knocks his spliff out, and the spliff lands in, in Sincere's garden with oh, all his man. roses. So Sin has to tell Judas and all the other haters too. Get off my lawn. All right. Um, th this one's a two-parter. Uh, for one, and we already talked about this, but I, I just have to make sure to mention it in this get off my lawn segment as well, because uh, it deserves it. Um, big Gip. <laughs> the Round Gipper. You got to get off my lawn, but not not just you. Um, as we as we talked about it, and as we you know as the conversation grew, we you know we started realizing that like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of people that are just being interviewed just for the the purpose of talking about the ops and talking about the enemies and like you know, uh, you know all those negative you know relationships that they they're still harboring negative energy over. Um, all of that has to get off my mind, bro. And if you're a platform that is uh, strictly thriving off of that, just the negative energy and the oppiness of everything, you gotta get off my lawn too. Get off my it's like, lawn. come on, man. There's so so much more that we could be talking about than rehashing shit from 20, 25 years ago about how you know this man didn't like this man and they had beef and whatever and unpacking all of that. That's been unpacked to death. Leave it alone. Move on. Right? Um, get off my lawn. The, the, other, <laughs> the other person that has to get off my lawn, and this is just, you know, this is a person that's perpetually on my lawn, and I have to take him <laughs> off every other, every other month, every other week, uh, is Drake, man. Uh, like, uh oh. Bro, the like, nail polish? No, well, there's a few things, man. <laughs> like, and the nail polish is the least of it. Like, that says a lot. That's the least of it. Um, the the man is on this this podcast with this young twenty five year old white girl like like laying in in bed with her with mics sipping like fucking coolies and shit or out of a wine glass like holding oh, pinky up. And you shit didn't like see that, that. shit, Dina? I did. That's like so and, funny. And the the shit is just, is so cringy because I guess the, the point the, right the point of the of the podcast I think is to create these awkward moments, but it's just like. You do that in in uh, on one day, and then you spin around, and the next time I see you is you're sidled up next to sexy red, Miss uh uh what is it? Pound, Pound Town Pound herself. Town. You know what I mean? And it's just like you you're like this is such a calculated move. Like you're next to like the the whitest sorry Walter, but the whitest white girl. <laughs> 
that's popular right now on the internet and then you spin back around in like the next couple days you you're next to like the hoodest of the hood and it, it's like it's bro like, you gotta hit those demographics bro but it's it just it all comes off as so vultury to me like that's like this man though. like this man doesn't have a core he doesn't have his own identity he's just like a fucking chameleon that just sidles up I next to whoever whoever and whatever's hot <laughs> in any lane it's just like it make it like literally makes me sick every time i see it man i'm tired of it i'm tired of this guy get the fuck off my lawn man You're, you you which are, if, if you watch secret invasion he reminds me of a scroll man Ooh. he just like <laughs> to whoever he's around bro like Nah, get that nigga off my lawn, bro. Fuck out of here. Get off my lawn. <laughs> if, if it's you, annoying to me. If bro. you out here perpetuating black violence, get off my lawn. If you're perpetuating black violence for the means of clicks and, and revenue sharing, get off my lawn. If if you're celebrating regional bias while calling yourself unbiased, oh, hold, whoa. Get off my lawn. Yeah, you know what I mean? And if you feel like celebrating ops. But then yelling R.I.P. and trying to be a good person is the right thing to be. You're a hypocrite. Get off my lawn. And Drake, your album is coming soon. We get it. So yeah. get <laughs> we get it. I get it. Sin doesn't get it. I mean, Drake's I, I playing get, the game. You feel le- me? Le- legitimizing sexy reds garbage like. Pound Town. Us at no, OVO, we call him town. Aubrey the Balance, you know? <laughs> I mean, listen, like I said on the, the reaction, just... when when the rapping and the, and the rapidly rap shit starts to elevate and controls the conversation, the powers that be throw some bullshit in the way. It's like you play Mario Kart, they got to throw that little banana, banana peel out there just to throw you off a little bit. That's that's Pound Town. That's what, that's what it's there for. Okay? Real quick on a serious note. We didn't address it at the top of the episode because it came in happy. We didn't want to kill the vibe, but it has to be said. Gilly the Kid lost his son, Young Cheese, to a shooting in Philadelphia. You hate to see shit like that, especially Gilly as he's become a prominent voice in the space. You lose your son. You can't even grieve in private. Like you, you grieve for the whole public. Rest in peace to Young Cheese. Rest in peace, man. Uh, we send our condolences to, to to Gilly Wallow and the whole family over there because this is a tough time. Like as much as we talk about whatever we talk about here on a human level, he has to come back to pod at at a certain point. But it's like, how can you properly grieve when you got to be in people's faces twenty four seven? It's tough, man. I couldn't. If I was me, I, I couldn't come back to the rap round table. Condolences to him and the family, though. Shit is, shit is just nasty. He just had a look. He just had a video talking about the all the heinous shit that's going on mm-hmm. in Philly too. Just spoke on the bullshit like yo, you need to stop that bullshit. Oh, man. And this is what happens, man. It's Sad. disgusting out here, man. R.I.P. to the family. And to the people out there, Y and G cheese, the the, the fucking peace, the the, the, the ten four niggas saying that he sacrificed his son for the Illuminati. Come on, I hate you niggas, man. I really Come hate on, you niggas, bro. bro. You don't never see a nigga with money saying that shit. You be broke. This shit's wild, bro. Even if it is the case, let Gilly grieve, huh? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm tired of when people that look like us get a certain level of success, it has to be them. Yeah. It don't be nobody else. I don't hear, I don't hear fucking Messi playing for Miami football club <laughs> with any Illuminati ties. And he's getting the quarter of a bill to play soccer, nigga. Different. Anyway, right. Dini, take us home. Yo, y'all know what the fuck it is, man. Rap Roundtable merch, man. 
Roundtable merch. You see what's going on here. Tap in with the gang, man. Get your hats, man. Wear the emblem. Be part of the society that is the Rap Roundtable. You dig? It's a secret society. All we ask is trust, man. Salute to Denona Rosa. We on the way. Sir. Uh, thank y'all for rocking with us, man. All the new subs, all the old subs. Everybody rocking with us. We appreciate every, we don't We don't take nothing for granted. We fuck with y'all. We gonna keep cooking, keep giving y'all that fire. Absolutely. Salute to um Walt. Super Engineer Walt, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucking man. Can't do it without you. Salute to Macito, voice of the young people. Mouthpiece for hustlers. He's back, motherfuckers. You hit a production. Jump also, in. Also, can we celebrate the fact that I made it through a whole episode without one single pause? Hey. Yo, honestly. Dionel, that was keep, dirty, keep bro. Keep it a buck. Keep it a buck. When you when, when, when you said when you said he comes clean referring to job, I was gonna pause it. Yeah, but, but I, I wanted said, to let you look at Rue. That was safe. That's the J Rue. So he I, said I he comes it. clean. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna That him. just mean the next pause is sending <laughs> to be egregious. epic, bro. Like <laughs> Yo, or if he if he whatever he have if it happens in here, cut his mic off. Mute him. <laughs> Salute to Sincere, man. The pauses might be there, but the production is definitely there. Super Legendary producer. shit. Yes, Tap in with that man. You know what it is. The technician. Yeah. The alley oops always in the air, right? Salute to the point guard Jarvie, man. I'm Dini the balance of the force. With our powers combined, man. We the rap round table. We fucking out of here. Yes, yes. Boom! Shout out to the young fellas. Salute. Shout out to Ease. Shout out to the Fresh Out Podcast. Shout out to everybody in the rap round tables, Orbit, who shows love, Death Soldier, Ox Army, all you guys who pull up to the pod, Death, OG Reeks, all of y'all. Shout out to everybody. Sir. Walkers. Rim, we need you up here, nigga. Yes, sir. Shout outs to us. We doing it. Fact. Yeah. Work it.